Welcome to How I Grew My Practice, the podcast where health professionals share the behind the scenes stories of how they built a thriving practice. Each episode will uncover surprising challenges, victories, and life lessons learned throughout their journeys. Let's get started. Welcome to How I Grew My Practice, a podcast presented by Next Health. I'm your host, Alec Goldman. In this episode, we have Courtney Rogers, Head of Marketing of Platinum Dental Services, a DSO, here to talk about DSO marketing strategies to go from $500,000 to $1 million in revenue and the importance of standardizing your DSO tech stack. Courtney, welcome to the show. Hey, doing good. Yeah, it's a beautiful green day outside, so can't ask for anything better. It's good. Well, we're so excited to have you here. Courtney, if you don't mind, for the folks who do not know you, if you could share a little bit about yourself, how you ended up uh, in marketing, and how'd you end up in marketing at a DSO called Platinum Dental Services? Sure. So Courtney Rogers, like you said, uh, started out pretty young doing marketing and SEO uh, back in like 2007, 2008. Local SEO just started, and I jumped on that wave pretty hard. Uh, grew a small agency to a couple hundred uh, clients, moved over to enterprise, started doing a uh, technical SEO and PPC for a security company, ADT. Then uh, I was looking for another challenge, another project to work on, another company to work with and uh, approached uh, Platinum Dental Services and uh, the rest is history. But yeah, jumped from small businesses to enterprise and then uh, straight over to dentistry. It's very cool. Um, we have had lots of folks from the marketing world jump on the podcast, many of which are helping small businesses uh, yeah. install marketing strategies to help them grow. Um, I guess first off, when we're talking about DSO marketing strategies, how are some of how is that different from the typical SMB marketing strategy for a single location? Yeah, so I, I definitely uh, apply the individual practice marketing strategies, you know, across each location. Uh, you know, there's not much difference there. Uh, the DSO specifically, when we market, you know, for the DSO, that's that's a little bit different. But on the day-to-day for our individual practices, I treat them as if they're their single client. Their their needs are not more important than the next practice next to them in our organization. Everybody is equal in my mind. So I treat them all with, you know, just as much importance as the next one. So, But they're individual practices and I market them all individually. Very cool. Um, so there's been, t- again, we've had so many folks from the marketing world join the show. Um, if you don't mind sharing a little bit, I know that Platinum has been doing quite well, and I know that you've been leading marketing there for quite some time, um, but wanted to see what are some of you know the key marketing strategies that, you've, that you install uh, for the practices at Platinum? Yeah, that's a good question. When we first get a practice or we're working with a new uh, doctor partner, new location, or uh, maybe a practice is just struggling, the first thing I do is go to search, you know, so that's a core component of our uh, strategy is PPC as well as organic search. I put a lot of effort into making sure our locations can rank organically and we do maintain top positions in top three across, I would say probably 80% of our, our uh, locations. Which is pretty hard to do. We've got we obviously pick a lot of locations that are in competitive areas, so I'm pretty proud of that. We do a good job with that. It takes a lot of effort and content and technical SEO, making sure the pages are where they need to be, keywords or you know page speed is you know all the mumbo jumbo you hear with other agencies. But uh, we make sure all that stuff is in place, 
And then beyond that, the thing that I think that takes Platinum Dental Services to the next level is we obviously want to make sure your phone is ringing, but then Platinum has taken upon ourselves to also support the practices to make sure that we help the offices answer those new patient calls. So we actually uh, make sure that we take the full funnel. So, you know, if they have a staff member that's sick or it's not able to get to the phone, we're there and we've built systems and, and technology through, uh, through building out the, the tech stack to where we get those phone calls answered within two rings. So we, we, we get those new patients on the schedule and, and uh, that's a big component of our new patient strategy that I think potentially a lot of other DSOs maybe don't do. I think a lot of them do, but I think the successful ones are doing stuff like that. So uh, get the traffic, get the phone call, and then uh, make sure that they're on the schedule in the right place. You know, it's pretty easy, but that's that's what I focus on every day for each practice. It's, uh, it's pretty straightforward, but... Yeah, it's certainly straightforward when you put it that way, but I think that's yeah. ultimately, you know, it doesn't need to be super complex. It's yeah. measuring the entire funnel. The funnel is certainly much more than just getting the yeah. conversion, you know, the lead on the site. It's actually getting the person in the seat. You got the ad click. You got the landing page, you got the phone working, you got the phone routing to the right person. You have the right person answering it with the right tone, with the right script, having the right training to put them in the right column. There's so many pieces of that funnel that has to be you know, perfect. And I think the marketing team isn't necessarily the person that says, hey, this isn't the right person to be answering that phone. But I think nowadays in a lot of industries and a lot of organizations, it kind of is starting to be more of a patient experience full holistic view, you know, the marketing team can provide. And, and we definitely work hand in hand, myself uh, and Jessica, um, head of the office operations and Vince, the CEO, to make sure that this full experience for the patient is just clean. And it's really easy for, for patients to get in and be seen. So, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot of little pieces in that funnel. I can go on. There's even more. <laughs> so, well, what else? I mean, what are the other, if you to keep extending the funnel, what are the other things that you're is platinum tracking yeah. yeah so once they're once they're on the schedule obviously we need follow-up so that's where next help uh you, you guys uh product comes into play we've standardized all our locations across next help and that was a great decision just for the simple fact that it's so easy for me to know that every single office is consistently sending those messages at the right time with the right cadence the right messaging you don't have new employees coming in with uh old uh trainings or ideas that maybe they brought from another organization that they go and change things. We can keep an eye on things and make sure that things are, you know, clean and work really well. So there's that follow-up. And then uh, I know a lot of people use payments and things like that. So just keeping that full funnel nice and clean, because if it's not clean, how is that new patient going to come back, you know, and refer people? I mean, there's more to this just than that first new patient experience. So, uh, yeah, all these little pieces really matter uh, in the in the grand scheme of things of new patients. And, you know, it's not even new patients. You also have just the follow-up coming back in for the next treatment. But you got to do all those little things to bring that bottom line to where you want it. So, yeah. So I know a massive benefit of that a DSO has really over a small individual practice is the fact that you have the ability to oversee and look at all the metrics across all the different locations and kind of take best, best practices from each of those locations and deploy and install across, again, the portfolio of practices. Mm -hmm. However, that only can happen if you standardize the technology and systems 
across yeah. each of those locations. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of standardizing the tech stack at a DSO? Oh, for sure. I mean, the first thing I did in the marketing stuff was websites, domain hosts, you know, you know how we build the sites, the technologies behind all of that was in all sorts of different places. We had some on some agents. It was just all over the place. Now it's all standardized. If I want to change anything anywhere, it's all easy. Uh, rolling things out across the board is really easy as well because we've standardized all that tech stack. It's all on WordPress. It's all custom design. You know, it's all really easy for us to manage and maintain now. That's the website. Obviously, AdWords and all those different platforms are already standardized. You know, they're just the ad networks. Uh, at the office level, all of our phones are then systemized and standardized to the same provider. I can pull reports from all the offices. I can pull reports from all my agents at the support center to see who's answering, who's not, who's taking too long to get to the phone, who, you know, who's taking five rings versus this office that only takes two rings. You know, that allows me to see where you know potential uh, patient experiences are not really that great. You know, if somebody's trying to get in and not able to get the phone to be answered, they're not going to get in and sit down. So that's really important. Uh, and then obviously at the uh, uh, the different technologies of Open Dental and Nexel, those different patient management systems, those are given. You know, once once we put those together, it was really easy to see how those help uh, keep everything moving really smoothly. So the it was just really a no brainer to start standardizing as many things as we could. But in the beginning, when I first came on with some of the marketing things and the phones, it was spread out and I couldn't see what was happening and, and what we could, what we could do to do better until we standardized those things. So it's good. Helped out a lot. I think once we standardize even just the phone system and the, uh, and the new patient experience to what I just described, some of our offices that were only seeing maybe 10, 15 new patients a month are now consistently seeing 30 to 60. Like that's their average range now, depending on the seasonality of the year. So it's like triple, if not four times better from the simple fact of just now we know who's answering the phone and who's not and, and who needs the help and who needs the support. It's not like we're just going to reach out and I'm like, hey, answer your phone. No, let's put an extra agent on that person's system and route their phone calls quicker. Like that's much easier. You know, it's nobody's, nobody's getting yelled at or frustrated. They just need support. That's what we're here for. So, you know, that, and, and I don't know that data until I see it and I don't see it in a clean way unless I standardize it. So it's been awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is I'm guessing, I guess the question, how yeah. are you seeing all this data across all of the platinum locations? So with the phone systems, I mean, I bring everything into an API, uh, through an API into Domo or dashboard, or even just pull reports in CSV and do things in Excel or sheets and pull pivots and just pull every once in a while. Uh, Vince has done a really good job of getting all his practice data into Domo. Uh, so he standardized that already. So he can see all the you know metrics of doctor production and you know future scheduling and things like that. Uh, and I brought in the, the perspective of let's see who's answering the phones. Let's see how long it's taking somebody to get into an appointment. Uh, you know, those type of metrics we didn't ever really pay attention to. I'm sure they did, but just not at the level that I wanted. And so we pull a lot of that stuff through APIs and every partner that we work with, if they're not giving us an API, I'm not interested in it. So that's why I picked you guys at Next Health. You guys have an API and it's really clean. And I know a lot of different competitors of you guys have are using your API. So it's got to be pretty good. So we we are uh, excited to start working with that here soon. I've got a, real, a bunch of pretty good ideas and I'm going to start doing with it. So. 
So it sounds like you're taking, because at least for, uh, for Platinum, who's using Next Health, you use Next Health's API and you plug mm -hmm. that into, uh, you said it was Domo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're using Domo yeah. for our data analytics, yep. Your uh, business intelligence view, BI. Yep. yep. So the B and that gives you kind of this one stop shop of being able to take a look at all the metrics across the funnel, being yeah. website traffic all the way down to patient and see. Yeah. This yeah. is awesome because yeah. that means, yeah. this means that you all the phone calls, every who's answering, who's not answering, how long it took them to answer. I see everything at at all levels now. Yeah. So this means that you have insight into what's happening at across every single practice, what's the process like to kind of go to each practice and give them the feedback, both constructive and perhaps, uh, I mean, constructive and positive to give them the feedback so that they actually are, you know, raising the bar and improving the, the patient experience and in turn revenue numbers. Yeah. Well, I struggle with this one person because it's like, I'm like, this isn't my place to say, this is more like a, like, you got to, you know, this is more like operation type stuff. That's why I always say like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to handle this conversation. But uh, it, it, I struggle with it even still to this day where it's like, hey, this is, a, this is but it's, it's not really a red flag. It's more of just like, hey, let's look at this because this is something that I think they need help with. They need support is really what it comes down to. And so that that's how it always comes out. It's just a conversation of empathy. And it's like, I, I'm not reaching out to say, hey, this person isn't answering the phone. It's like, we need to answer the phone somehow. So let's figure out how we can get that to work the way we need it to. So those conversations, I always just start with the operation team. I don't even go directly to the offices. That's more for the OLs and RLs and, and the operation team to work through. Uh, I just present the data and kind of, and, and show things where, because all those numbers impact me and in my bottom line. So if, if I'm not paying attention to those, I don't think I'm doing my job as well as I should be. Yeah, but and that's a conversation that's with empathy through uh, the RL, the regional leaders, and the operation team usually do those. Yeah, of course, but uh, you know, you can imagine tons mm -hmm. of small practices. I don't want to say running blind, but there's certainly they, there's very few that are measuring at the level of detail that you're suggesting that Platinum is running at. Right. Yeah. So this is this is really the perk of why lots of practices are making the move to a DSO because of the amount of support that they have from folks like yourself. Yeah, it can it can get overwhelming with all that data and you don't really know like what do I do with all this? You know, like what's my day-to-day -day gonna be with all these different metrics you're tracking? But at the end of the day, it really comes down to this, and this is what it's just the patient experience. If if you called a, a location and you were in pain and it took you six rings to answer and, and or they didn't answer, I don't think you would want to go to that practice. I think you might call a different location to, to get in somewhere else. And so at the end of the day, everything we do and everything we build is to support the doctors and their patients. And so, uh, you know, staff and uh, regionals and OLs and people uh, that understand that it's a really easy thing. And it's, it's something they learn to appreciate over time because it's like, I know why this practice isn't doing so well. I can see it in the numbers before they even know it's going to happen. I know a month before that they're going to have the lowest new patient numbers they've had in six months because I have a historical record of their availability on their schedule. And I can project that forward to see, okay, we might have a, a slow month this month. Let's, let's let them know maybe to, to work on, you know, getting extra people in or maybe some existing patients in. So yeah, it's definitely data I don't think that they've looked at before at this level, but it definitely impacts the bottom line when you start to pay attention to it. So, so 
obviously standardizing the tech stack is what allows for you to kind of have these baseline metrics across the locations. Yeah. But that then means that you have a really hard choice of selecting very specific vendors to help you create that, you know, that individual, that uh, one-stop shop dashboard of all the analytics. Yeah. What's your process for thinking about how to make the right decision on technology for Platinum? It's customer support. For me personally, uh, it's always customer support. The There's so many agencies out there and softwares and tech stacks, and a lot of them will combine all of this into one. And it's like, okay, well, that's nice of you, but I can't ever get you on the phone or you don't support my practices at the level that I'm looking for. Uh, a lot of DSOs, you know, they will employ a lot of different staff to do a lot of different things in a lot of different areas, but they're not experts all the time in all these little things. We, we need to rely on these different agents, you know, different tech stacks like Next Health or FluentStream, our phone provider, Domo, to be able to support us when we need it on individual office levels, you know, and kind of like delegate at that level. And so that's what I look for is customer support and the response time and just the efficiency of those agents and how well they're trained. We've had other tech stacks for things that Next Health does multiple times across the years since I've been here and the customer support and response time hasn't been anywhere near what you guys do. So kudos, good job. Cause you know, we've been with you guys almost two years now and that's for a reason because you guys do a good job with all those things at the individual practice level. Sure. You'll answer my email, but you'll also answer the email that, you know, joy sends you. So that's important to me because it's important to them. So yeah. Customer support is what drives all my decisions with tech stack. Yeah. And it makes a ton of sense, especially when the lifeblood of the business is so contingent on these technologies working and listen, every practice, even within a DSO, every practice is slightly different from the services they're offering, the hygienists, the doctors, yeah. um, you know, it, we want to make sure that the messaging of each tool, how online booking forms, all that stuff works is going to be customized, which means that there's obviously a lot of back and forth. Um, to make sure that you guys not only get something that is standardized, but also customized for each of the specific practices. Yeah. And you guys have done a good job. You guys have a lot of customizations. And like I said, the customer support is definitely what uh, wins me over for sure. So Courtney, I know that we are coming up at the 20 minute mark. I want to ask one last question, which is, I know that there are lots of folks who work at DSOs lots of folks work uh, focused on marketing, but what advice would you give uh, another uh, DSO looking to standardize their tech stack and kind of continue to grow their revenue? Um, what would be a, a final piece of advice that you would want to share? I mean, if they haven't already done it to do it, to, you know, to start to clean that up so they can see a lot of the data. Uh, and the reason why we did it is to support the doctors. If, if, if they're similar to us, another DSL, like you mentioned, we're here to support the doctor and their patients as, as much as possible. And seeing all that data and seeing everything clean and organized gives us the ability to, to act quickly and to act with accuracy to where things are, uh, are, are not a guess. You know, we're, we're getting to the right answer very quickly and, and we're addressing things uh, in positive ways, you know, giving shout outs every day where we're letting people know the good, th good news and the good data as well, uh, as well as helping people when we see things that are hitting the bumper a little bit and we bring it back to the center. 
So if you haven't already done it, start to think about standardizing and picking the right agencies and, and vendors to work with that give you the freedom for APIs and data. And, and then obviously customer support is really important, but uh, you got to support your doctors and you got to support your staff. And, and, you know, that's priority number one for Platinum. So, you know, if you're not doing it as a DSO, you got to be doing it. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, lots of amazing thoughts on just general marketing strategies to grow Platinum, but really love the conversation on standardizing the tech stack and the importance of really what it allows for you, uh, your decision-making at, at your organization. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. You can go into more topics in the future if you want. <laughs> We'd love to. Thank you, and we'll be sure to have you back on the show. All right. Thanks, Alec. Thanks, Mark.